Yo, what's All up? Right. What's up? What's going on? All uh, right, everybody. Hey, um, Donovan asked me to, I guess, lead this podcast. So, anyways, I am Jack Bryan, aka the Joking Geek, over on Instagram. You can go follow me over there. And Donovan. Hey guys, what's up? And yes, Jack is the lead now. We're gonna try a little. We're gonna swap things up differently sometimes because I felt like I asked questions at the beginning a lot. So I'm gonna give Jack the opportunity to do that now for a couple five episodes or something. Hey, what's up? My name's Donovan Avalos, aka the Novanod, aka Donnie. You can follow me on Instagram at the Novanod, all lower caps. And take it away, Jack. All right. So today, as if you listen to our last podcast, we said bit about Willy's Wonderland, which is a film that's coming out on February 12th, 2021, on demand. Um, this film hasn't gotten a ton of hype around it, but um, hopefully we can inform some of you guys who d- might not know what this is about it, since I'm pretty excited for it. It was on my top 10 list for, top 10 most, inte- most anticipated list for 2021, and I'm really looking forward to it. But um, anyways... The plot synopsis is, when his car breaks down, a quiet loner agrees to clean an abandoned family fun center in exchange for repairs. He soon finds himself waging war against possessed animatronic mascots while trying And this is the part that excites me. The person that stars in this movie, as the janitor that's killing all these animatronics, is Nicolas Cage. So... What do you think about this casting, Donovan? What what do you think Nicolas Cage is going to bring to the movie? I think it's going to be a. I think it's a very um, interesting, diverse cast, especially it being Nicolas Cage. You know, it's going to be a comedy in that. But mm-hmm. um, I, I'm actually looking. I'm actually looking forward to it. I think it's going. I think it's going to be funny. Um, I'm feeling the Five Nights at Freddy's vibes, of course, from it. Obviously, it's like another. I don't know, yeah. Jack, if you've seen Banana Splits. But it kind of reminds me I of those type of vibes. <laughs> it's good and bad at the same time. It's like one of those. But I mean, I do, yeah. I kind of do recommend it. Actually, it's pretty. It's 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 okay. It's good. It's one of those films you watch once and that's it. But I do expect for people that have seen the Banana Splits movies, I do expect it to be a lot better than uh, that movie. But yeah, I think it's gonna be funny. I think it's gonna be cool. I like the aspect of it. I, I like also how next year Scott Cawthon is going to get his Five Nights at Freddy's movie. So it's a great setup, I think, for this year. Since, you know, starting off a crappy type year like that. Yeah, I agree with you. It's good to have this movie um, to hold us over into next year. Because next year we are getting the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Yes, sir. Which is filming, I believe, this spring. Is what Scott Cawthon said on Reddit. I thought it was January. Um, no, spring, oh. spring 2021. Okay. Um, but anyways, I think I think it's really I I really like how Nicolas Cage hasn't been going for those big blockbuster movies and really looking for those interesting scripts because if Nicolas Cage wasn't attached wasn't attached to this movie, like who knows who knows how it could end up. Like, I mean, it could just end up as like some you know trash B movie. That seems like a rip off of Finance of Freddy's. But I'm definitely looking forward to. Seeing what Nicolas Cage brings to the role, it seems like he's going to be quiet for most of the movie and not have a lot of dialogue. But over, I'm still a huge Nicolas Cage fan. He's he's a really eccentric actor and really puts a lot into what he does. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's an hour and 22 minutes long, which I guess is on the shorter side, but I'm still looking forward to it. 
Um, February twelfth, it comes out, so we only it's a short ways away. Um, are you gonna be buying it? Are you gonna be buying it, Donovan? Um, well, probably. Uh, I'm probably won't see it in theater because, like, when does it come out exactly? Because you know my college situation. February twelfth. Yeah, more than likely, I'm either going to um buy it. You can't see my fingers. <laughs> buy it. <laughs> We won't mention that because, um, yeah, okay, you know, like, kind of like, uh, watch it illegally, of course. <laughs> don't recommend it. Don't, don't do it. Don't be bad like me. I mean, you can do it if you're a broke college student like me, and you have no other choice. But still, don't do it. <laughs> but yeah, how about you, Jack? Um, I'll definitely be buying it on demand. I don't think it's gonna be out in theaters, unfortunately because it's from a, a little known studio and I guess because of the pandemic, but I'm definitely going to be buying it on demand the day it comes out. So um, maybe we can do a review that day, but oh, yeah, um, I mean, I'll be watching that, it. Yeah. So something a lot of people I, I'm seeing are talking about is calling this movie a finance of Freddy's ripoff, a ripoff movie. So what do you think about that being like calling it a ripoff? Do you think that's fair or do you think it could be original in its own way? I'm glad you asked that question, Jack. There is a thing going on with that. Um, apparently. Um, so think about this. I don't know if you've known about this for Reddit wise on stuff, but Scott Cawthon basically said in a comment that I don't know if you heard of the thing or do you watch Matt Pat? Yeah. Matt Pat released a video about Five Nights at Freddy's, about Five Nights at Freddy's fan games, you know, like Five Nights at Freddy's, you know, Five Nights at Candy's, you know, stuff like that. Well, basically, mm-hmm. Scott had no issues with it, and he encourages fan-based games. He encouraged that stuff. So, honestly, I don't think there's nothing wrong making a fan-based game or a fan-based movie off of, you know, that, because, like, it would just be the same. I think Scott actually likes seeing the fans, like, their perspective or views on the game. So I don't have an issue with it. I don't think fans should have an issue with it at least, but I mean, at least I don't have an issue. I'm actually excited and glad like banana splits. Yeah. may have been a shitty movie, but it was still, it was still okay. It was still good, but yeah, that that's my opinion on that. Yeah, I agree with you. I think there's a lot of room for this movie to be like, there's a lot of potential for originality. I don't think it's just gonna, you know, be a, like a carbon copy of what the Finance of Freddy's games are, especially since we have Nicolas Cage playing a janitor, and there seems like there's other ki- like teenagers there with him. So I'm definitely excited. I think, and it's also interesting how instead of the animatronics hunting him, it's more him hunting the animatronics. Um, so I- I'm excited just to see Nicolas Cage, you know, beat the shit out of a bunch of animatronics and kill them and rip them apart so that's what i'm most looking forward to about the movie what are you most looking forward to about it um so are these animatronics like why are they att- too much okay oh yeah sorry i'm you know what we'll just save that when we actually get to the part where we talk about theories i'm actually kind of excited just to see kind of like the five nights of freddy's aesthetic to it because you know i'm a five nights of freddy's fan always have been since well i i guess i'll share my love with it i remember watching markiplier when his first playthrough on five nights of freddy's and I instantly fell in love with the game, and it's it's just it's great. I mean, other YouTubers do it, but then I I started playing it, and it was it was just so much fun. But 
I think the thing I'm excited for is just the aesthetic of the Five Nights at Freddy's feeling to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's not doesn't seem like it's taking place in the '80s, like I think the games do and such. But it should be interesting to see, like, a, like a modern setting. So that'll be fun. Um, from the trailer, it actually looked, you know, pretty scary and disturbing. Like there is um one animatronic from the trailer from the trailer that I saw called Siren Sarah, which is like a fairy. And in the trailer, like her mouth rips open and it's kind of like, you know, disfigured and monstrous. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see like all that creepy imagery with the animatronics. And one thing I'm hoping for is that they give the animatronics just like their own personality almost. Because like when they, if they just seem like the same thing, like I want to kill you and whatever, just like bland, you know, things that are just there i feel like wouldn't be as interesting so i hope they have like distinct characteristics about each of them yeah for sure um, but that's what i think about them i think it's like hopefully you don't just sorry no 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 you keep on going like i just hope we don't get like a exact copy of like all the fines of freddy's animatronics that's what i'm trying to say no i get that dude i i kind of hope so too i want it to be original but then again, I am, I mean, I am happy about it. Um, seeing, seeing other stuff similar to the game. Yeah, me too. Um, so what other animatronics do we see? There is one animatronic named Gus the gorilla who guards the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> like what kind of, why is there an animatronic that guards the bathroom? I don't know. Which, well, like, I maybe he was in the trailer as well. Maybe it's for, like, to help kids use the restroom or something. No idea. I mean, it is. Yeah. It, I don't know. <laughs> Animatronic helping kids use the restroom. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. A gorilla. A robotic gorilla. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's possible, dude. Right. I mean, it is a Nicolas Cage Anything movie, too. Possible. I mean, yeah, like one thing I heard from the creator of the movie, not the director, but the person who like wrote and created the idea for it is that Nicolas Cage, once he was like in the talks to join the film, when they they were talking about making major changes to the the creator's script, but Nicolas Cage Cage came out and said like, he's not going to do the movie if they change the creator's script because this is the script he signed on to. And like, you know, so I think... If Nicolas Cage believed in the script that much, it should be really interesting and a really, really fun to watch and really scary. And he also plays. It just seems like it's gonna be like a. He also plays the cut. He also plays the history of cuss words on Netflix, which I need to check oh, out. Oh yeah, that's coming too. Do we? Did that come out already? I believe so. It may have came out. It may have not came out. I don't know. I really don't have a Netflix subscription, but I need to get one. Yeah, I yeah, I actually I gotta watch that now. If it's out. I, if it's out, I got to check that out. I'll check it out after the podcast. But yeah, Nicholas Cage is just a force. Um, he has like a cult. He's a he has a cult fan base, and pretty much anything he wa- anything he does, I'll watch. Despite people, some people, a small. You know, he's like one of those small actors that kind of like hate, um, like Adam Sandler and stuff like that. I still like those actors, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't understand why people call Nicholas Cage. A bad, I mean, I guess a bad actor. I, I guess I kind of understand because he goes really far out there sometimes with his roles, but 
I just I, I think he's entertaining to watch. I don't know about you. I like him. I think he's I think he's good. I don't see a problem. I don't see honestly a problem with it. It's it's like it's like people hating Adam Sandler for his stupid movies and stuff like that. Or but then again, I don't really think he's played in a lot of stupid movies. I mean he has played in some annoying stuff. Yeah, he, like he's been in some yeah. bad movies, but they're not like awful or anything. Not enough to earn, yeah, not enough to earn him the status of like a like a bad actor. I would rate him like a B or C actor, though, in my opinion. Like, that's I mean, that's what I would put him at. Yeah, it's just interesting how he's doing smaller movies now. Like, I, I don't remember the last time seeing him in a you know like a big budget Hollywood movie. I don't know, like unless I'm wrong there, but I don't think he's I, like I've your... seen a couple of his other. Yeah, I don't think he's Sorry, played you know? in any big budget movies or anything in a long time. Yeah, like he's been doing these smaller horror movies. Like I, I watched one of them not too long ago called Color Out of Space, for which was for like a, a smaller studio, and that was a kind of a fun horror movie. It was interesting to watch, and he also did another one called Mandy, which is another you know smaller scale horror movie. But they were both really great, and I think it's definitely. I, I definitely appreciate how instead of going and sticking with all like these Hollywood studios, he's going for the smaller, more independent ones and helping them out, making some actually like really good movies. Well, he may also, if you think about it, he may also be hurting too. Like, cause I mean, I don't know. That's just a theory of mine. I think that maybe he could financially be hurting and he needs the low budget films. I just think he's, he's looking for interesting scripts. I think he could, realistically go ahead and do whatever he wants i think this is his own choice you think so yeah i mean he has a he has high star power i don't I mean he could go ahead and do whatever he wants but instead he's going he's choosing each choosing to do these you know these smaller you know smaller movies with great scripts so i like that yeah um anyways let's let's what other topics i have here oh yeah so the creator also did say that there is a possibility of a sequel already being in the works. And he said he does have an idea for it, but it all depends on the success of the movie and if the cast will return. So I'm interested to see, even though the movie isn't out yet, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited for that. Even though that the finance at Freddy's movie will probably be out before a sequel comes out for this. But uh, what are your thoughts on a sequel coming out for this? Hmm. Honestly, what, I didn't know about a sequel. I didn't do enough research, but um, I think that only seeing maybe like only I thought of it only being a solo, like kind of like a banana splits type deal thing, how they did that. But I mean, if if they want to do that, bro, I mean that's fine. I mean, if it ends up being a good movie and not crappy, I mean, sure. I mean, I mean, the reason why I'm calling it like I guess crappy or whatever is because. Like, Banana Splits was kind of really bad. Yeah, it set, like, a bad precedent for movies like this. You're right. Yeah. But, um, let's talk about theories for the movie. Like, what what are your theories? Hmm. Um, I think there's going to be some twisted ending to it, of course, because always there's, I mean, it's like a Five Nights at Freddy's type movie. You're going to get a twisted ending. But, um... Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see a lot of animatronics getting the crap be out of them. Yeah. And it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be funny. 
I don't really oh, have a lot funny. of theories because there really isn't a lot to talk or discuss about. As in, that's true. We don't. We only have the trailer that was put out was pretty short, so I'm wondering what else could be in store. But yeah, from for me, um, I'm really curious about whether or not they're going to be adapting like Finance of Freddy's lore, where the animatronics are are possessed by dead children. I don't know if it's just going to be like I don't think they're going to do that because that'd be like super copying it. Yeah, I'm definitely curious to see what's going to go on here. Like, um, hopefully they, I mean, it would be interesting to see some lore background, but at the same time, the movie's pretty short, and I don't know if they want to seem like a direct copy of Finance of Freddy's, so I don't know how much room for lore there's going to be, but I definitely think we're going to get a lot of action, mostly from Nicolas Cage beating the shit out of the animatronics. Mm-hmm. I definitely think we're going to see some gory deaths with the other teenagers which are in the movie um, who are these teenagers are they part of like we weren't really told I'm, who they were i'm honestly not too sure i think they might just be some neighborhood you know group of kids that have like learned the deep the dark secret of you know willie's wonderland but i'm not we don't, we don't we don't really know too much right now from the trailer yeah we just know that some of them are going to die, gruesome, de- gruesome, gruesome death, and we're gonna, we also know that Nicolas Cage is going to be the only one to save them if he can. But do you um, think Nicolas Cage is going to die? I don't think so. If they have, uh, if the creator said there's already a dur- like a sequel in the works, I don't think I don't think he will. I think he'll make it out alive. What about you? What do you think? Um, I think there's a possibility he might live i don't know it could be 50 50 i mean their their movies aren't shy of killing main actors or main cast in movies like i'm i, I mean have you seen some like matt damon died in a film when no one expected him to die in it i mean anything's possible that's true that's true i'm just curious to see if a sequel would happen without nicholas cage or if they could get it off the ground without you know that big star behind it yeah but um anyways let's talk a little bit about the finest of freddy's movie because this is a movie that has been in development since 2015 i guess 2015 uh, dang yeah it's been in development since 2015 um so i guess that was six six years ago i guess that seems like it seems like it was just yesterday when i heard the news because i i I was a fan of the franchise ever since it started back in 2014 me and my friends just absolutely love the games and we've been following the lore ever since i i haven't been as big of a fan of it lately but um i'm definitely excited to see the movie and um relive those memories because it's a it's become a it was a big part of my childhood and there's definitely i definitely have a lot of nostalgia and love for it what what was um your what's your connection to finance of freddy's huge connection well one that i mentioned earlier um markiplier of course um mm-hmm. let me see uh just like i've always loved the lore i've used to collect i used to read the books like all the time um i forgot the book's names i think they were called the silver eyes was the first book i've ever picked up uh, mm-hmm. on it and i remember my mom getting it for me because i begged my i begged my mom for the uh for the for the books and then she got them for me and then let's see um 
other than that, I, I remember also collecting some of the figures too in that. Like that was that was fun. Like I used to buy some of the figures at Barnes and Noble and just, just a mm -hmm. bunch of crap. It was fun. Yeah, I remember like getting all the plushies and stuff and yeah. getting the games on day one and going with my friends to Barnes and Noble to pick out the new like to pick up the new book and whatever. It was always a fun time. And I think it's kind of funny that even six years later, well actually seven years later since finds are still don't know what the hell is we don't we still hundred percent don't know what's going on with the lore. We haven't really gotten a hunt like many answers, but um I'm curious to see. It's amazing too that we Freddy's don't movie. have that much lore, even for it lasting this long, like it did. Yo, Jackie, there. Jack. Sorry, I just had a reconnection error there. Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, you're fine. I can hear you. Yeah, I just had a little pop up. I said we were trying to reconnect. Anyways, sorry about that, guys. We're gonna have a. Uh technical issues every now and then it's out of our control but you know it happens yeah um what was i saying uh but yeah i think I, i'm i'm definitely anticipating to see where the finest of freddy's movie goes and be a direct adaptation of the lore if they're gonna be doing something a little bit different but i honestly hope we just get that nostalgic vibe of like a security guard in the restaurant trying to survive that's it. that's just all i want maybe with some connection to the lore but that's all i want what, what what's your wish list for the finance of freddy's movie just anything that just make it original make it good make it relatable i guess but keep it good at the same time yeah i hope we you know, i hope like the animatronics it... also look good yeah, like this honestly like looking at these animatronics they kind of give us hints or references to what like well, then again, we can't judge it because we have no idea. But yeah, we haven't seen anything. It kind of gives it kind of gives us reference as to what like is going to happen for um the the Five Nights at Freddy's um what do we call it the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. We kind of are going to get like reference or ideas of what the animatronics are going to look like in the future. Yeah, this is definitely going to at least give us an idea of what we could expect. Um, but Blumhouse is product is producing the Finest of Fridays movie, and it is directed by um Chris Columbus, who actually directed the first Harry Potter movie, I believe. He directed the Home Alone movies, and he and I believe he wrote the Gremlins movies. So it's definitely an interesting choice. And, so? uh, yeah, I didn't know that. It's definitely an interesting choice, but I'm I'm sure it'll do great. Like those are all great movies, and they're all '80s '90s movies. So definitely, he definitely understands the time period if it, if the movie does take place during the eighties, like the games. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely excited for the Finance of Freddy's movie. I hope it dives deep into the lore that I've always loved and grew up with. I bet, but, I bet we're gonna get a trailer soon on that. Like, I wish we could talk more about Five Nights at Freddy's personally, but now is not the time. But when we do, like, it's going to be a lot of fun. Expect that podcast, guys, to maybe be two or three hours long when Five Nights at Freddy's happens. We're not, I'm yeah. trying not to say too much because that game is like one of my favorites. But when it happens, that will probably be our longest podcast that we're probably going to have in a while. Yeah, when that trailer drops, <laughs> dude, I am going to be talking like crap nonstop. I, I'm guessing we'll probably get a trailer for it around. 
October of next year, I'm going to guess, since it's filming in spring. And I'm guessing we'll probably yeah. get the movie in the, the summer of next year, I guess, maybe June next year. That's my that's my that's my guess. I'm gonna be so happy when the thriller comes out. <laughs> yeah. For the animatronics, I definitely hope they go the, the practical route and not CGI. That's just me though. I think Scott honestly, like remember Scott, like let's talk about it again. Like Scott is basically he said that in the film, remember the script? I don't know if you read what he says on like Reddit or on other websites he does but he mentioned a reference that basically um hold on hold on hold on oh yeah that he didn't like the script or he didn't like how warner brothers was doing it when he was teaming up with warner brothers so i don't think scott's gonna take this first movie that like too lightly at all yeah especially since he refused to have it made unless it was perfect and it's been six years so and they even switched studios yeah and dude that scott has money like he could have released that movie and we would have been like stupid fans being like, okay, it's crappy, but we still like it. But mm-hmm. from a for huge Scott studio to too, that, like, like Warner Brothers. Yeah. And for Scott to deny Warner Brothers and go with like a smaller studio company like yeah. Bloomhouse, that just shows that he cares for his like what he created. I mean, Bloomhouse has made some pretty great movies though, like um, but, Freaky, Get Um, what else? I think mm-hmm. is Get Out a Bloomhouse movie, um, Happy Death yeah, Day. Black I like Christmas. the Happy Death Day movies. Yeah, Black Christmas is a horrible movie. movie. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but yeah, um, I'm excited for it. That's about all I have for Woolly's Wonderland and Finders of Freddy's, but definitely, definitely buy it on demand. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so, right? Um, but definitely buy Woolly's Wonderland on February 12th on all major on demand platforms if you want a sequel and just to get a taste of like that animatronic horror movie that. You know, we're all pretty excited for, but definitely check it out. Um, we what other podcasts do we have coming up for you guys this Friday? Friday, uh, Friday, WandaVision Friday, episode. Yeah, we have the WandaVision four. episode four review, and you know, we're gonna get we'll have a little conversation about that. We also have the little things coming out on Friday, we'll definitely watch that and review it maybe on Saturday or Sunday, something like that. But, um, that's what we have coming up for you. That's what we have coming up for if you guys not, so far. If not, yeah, if not Saturday or Sunday, because I have like I'm working on a acting project slash lighting project. Mm-hmm. So if not Saturday or Sunday, we'll try to get it on Monday. Yeah, so we'll definitely have that little thing that the little things review up to you guys, hopefully by Monday. But WandaVision yeah. should be up on Friday. As oh, it WandaVision usually is. will be on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it usually goes every week. But um Yeah. Yeah, so that's what we got going on for you guys so far. We'll just wrap it up. This has been Jack Bryan aka the joking geek over on instagram follow me on there if you like comic book and film content um donovan all right my name's donovan avalos aka the novenod aka donnie i'm the novenod you can follow me on the novenod i mean at the novenod all lowercase and yeah um i'll probably have jack be taking the lead on five more podcasts since i've done about five episodes and this is episode six if i'm correct right jack yeah, hopefully I didn't do too bad because this is my first time. And no, actually, I, I liked it. Sometimes. I liked it because I felt like we got more to the main point. I joke around too much, <laughs> but I think that – and we didn't even sponsor our drinks this time, which I'm proud of. <laughs> oh, I, I'll, but, well, yeah. let's, let's correct that error. I have a Stop and Shop Seltzer right here, so we are sponsored by Stop and Shop Seltzer. 
So I I'm not drinking anything, but we are sponsored by Doom Eternal <laughs> because as when we were playing the, when I was playing this podcast, when we were taught when we were talking, I was playing Doom Eternal the whole entire time, and I'm like, hey Jack, how about you take the lead while I just play and relax? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, um, we were, this podcast was about not to happen, but I luckily convinced Donovan to get up off his ass and record. So you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys later. Take care. We'll see you Friday. Peace, Peace out, guys. See you on Friday.